You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Arcadian Rhythms by Agent Troy on AO3. Fox, help me! Samantha! It was the same every time. A blinding white light, his sister suspended in the air, himself immobilized and helpless, trapped in the moment of his greatest failure, forced to relive it over and over again. Starting a new case usually did the trick. Somewhere in the back of his mind, he clung to the illogical belief that every new X-File could be the one. That this would be the case that finally led him to Samantha. Even this case, which he didn't even consider to be an X-File. Sure, the neighbors were a little too friendly and weirdly obsessed with adhering to the rules, but he imagined a lot of these types of neighborhoods were that way. He was only here because Skinner had sent them. And he had to admit, the idea of playing house with Scully was very tempting. But he was fairly certain this case didn't have anything to do with aliens, or the elaborate government conspiracy that had been woven into the tapestry of his life since before he was born. The idyllic-looking neighborhood might be hiding a dark secret, but it shouldn't have been fertile ground for his nightmares. And yet here he was again, back in Chilmark, Massachusetts on November 27, 1973, stuck in the moment that made him. Maybe the illusion of domestic bliss they had crafted here in the falls was too similar to the idealized portrait in his mind of the Mulder's home in Chilmark, from which Samantha had been taken. Part of him still existed there, and he feared it always would, even if he ever somehow managed to find his sister alive and well. What had been done could not be undone, and he would never become the person he might have been were it not for that fateful night. He watched with impotent despair as Samantha besieged him plaintively. Mulder? His agony turned to puzzlement. Why was she calling him that? Samantha always called him Fox. Mulder! A pair of delicate but firm hands shook him awake, and he sat bolt upright, shaking and sweating. Samantha's face blurred before his eyes and dissolved into Scully's graceful features, her blue eyes bright with concern. She was sitting on the edge of his bed in a terry cloth robe, her legs folded underneath her as she held him gently by the shoulders. Mulder, are you okay? He blinked rapidly for a few moments, still slightly disoriented. Um, I'm fine. Just a bad dream. About Samantha? A bitter smile came to his lips. Isn't it always? He looked up at her. Did I wake you from all the way across the hall? Scully shook her head as she adjusted her position to have one arm around him as she sat beside him on the bed. I wasn't sleeping. This neighborhood really gives me the creeps. The creeps? Mulder made air quotes with his fingers as he grinned at her teasingly. That doesn't sound very scientific. She rolled her eyes. It's just an observation, Mulder. We're here to look for empirical evidence to back it up. Whatever you say, Dr. Scully. He was still grinning, trying to mask his inner torment with humor like he always did. And like always, she could see right through him. She pulled him a little closer to her, until he was in her arms with his head resting on her shoulder. They sat that way for a long moment in companionable silence. It occurred to Mulder suddenly how right this felt, how natural. He could almost believe this was their actual house, their life that they were really going to settle down here and raise a family. 
but their house was made of cards. Their life a ruse committed in the name of truth and justice. This game they were playing was the best he could ever hope for. The closest he would ever come to getting out of the damn car and living a normal life. Do you want me to stay? Scully's words took an inordinately long time to penetrate the fog of his musings, and even then he wasn't sure he heard her right. Slowly, he blinked and lifted his head to look into her eyes. You mean, here? Just so you're not lonely. A soft smile graced her face. It's been scientifically proven that not sleeping alone decreases your chances of having nightmares. Mulder's grin returned, this time with genuine feeling behind it. Who am I to argue with science? Your usual stubborn, irrational self, Mulder. He put on a mock-wounded expression. Scully. She laughed and gently kissed his forehead, then turned him over until he was laying on his side, facing away from her. He felt her wrap her arms around him as she pressed her body against his back. Sweet dreams, Mulder. November 27, 1973, remained unvisited for the rest of the night. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.